Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron, will take a condensed look into some of the pressing, commonly asked questions from within our veteran community. Join Paul and Tyler as they get straight to the point to bring clarity and a better understanding to intriguing topics. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome to Straight to the Point. I'm Tyler Piron, and I'm joined with Dr. Paul Lawrence, and we are getting straight to the point about veteran homelessness, the root causes, and really, why do we have veterans that are hungry and homeless, and what can we do about it? It's great to be with you, Tyler. Yeah, well, let's kind of decompose it. So I'm going to skip over some of the things I suspect you've already talked to other guests about food banks that provide food to folks, churches and synagogues that often have emergency phones, applying for the SNAP program, supplemental nutritional assistance that exists. So I'm going to skip over that, talk about some things that are veteran specific. So for example, you can get emergency funds from places like the American Legion, the VFW, Wounded Warrior Project, give you like $1,500 for the kind of emergency you might find yourself in. There's also right here in Virginia, a real interesting nonprofit called Coalition to Salute America's Heroes. Coalition to Salute America's Heroes. If you want to search for it, they also collect money and then pass it out to veterans who are in difficult situations. Okay, so there's access to cash or funds if you are finding yourself in that situation. So that's like crisis. I need to be able to eat or pay the electric bill. One of those temporary emergency funds is often how they talk about it. But it's exactly that. And what's really interesting about the coalition is they actually send the money directly to the person rendering the bill, right? Not the veteran or whatever to make sure it gets paid. And they point out exactly, as you said, food or the rent. I'm going to be evicted. I'm in difficult situations. So there are groups that understand these sort of things. But as we dig deeper into sort of what might cause a veteran to be in this situation, okay, I think we should kind of take a step back and say, well, part of it could be they're injured and they can't work. They were hurt in service and maybe it didn't percolate up, but now it is. And so, of course, we've had conversations and I know you've talked to the folks from the Department of Veterans Affairs from the state of Virginia to apply for disability compensation if that makes some sense. Okay, been injured, disabled, whatever. So part of it is money for things that you would have otherwise been able to earn through a job. That's one thing. So that's kind of been played out in your conversations. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not like normal. Everybody knows yeah. about VA disability. Right. So, but that, but that exists. But then we can move to a couple other benefits that often don't get attention. One is called a veteran's pension. So if you are in certain conditions, VA will provide you assistance called a pension to support you. Okay. So the conditions are, first, you can't be dishonorably discharged. So let's not talk about that again. But one of it is simply being over 65. So this doesn't matter what your health is. If you're over 65, you could be eligible for this. The other is if you're permanently and totally disabled, you could be eligible for this. Okay. So that's separate from the uh, VA disability? That's right. That's right. So this pension provides assistance to essentially those who served in wartime. And look at the, the details. It's everybody who served after August 1990. We're still in the wartime period. Yeah. And finds themselves coming upon hard times. And hard times is defined as having a net worth and income less than $130,000, which sounds like a lot of money until you realize 
your house is encountered in this computation, your car, things like that. So you can very quickly find yourself qualifying and then the pension would be provided. So again, and it depends upon the size of your family and the like. So that's something I don't know that is really well known. So I just want to bring to folks' attention. So you have to either be over 65 or permanently disabled. Permanently, that's right, that's right. So you don't have to be both, it's either or. Correct. And you're basically broke, you're not making a lot of money. It has, what is it, like the poverty level? Yeah, it is, but what, what's interesting though is the computation, I don't want to crack- So crack super details. Point, but it is actually very favorable to veterans. So for okay. example, you might say, I own a nice house because property values, but houses are not calculated in this formula. It is more like your assets, your bank accounts. And you're like, well, chances are if you're in this situation, you don't have that, which is sort of what you, how you find yourself there. Your car is not counted. So if you say, well, I earn income, but yes, but they deduct from that non-reimbursable medical expenses. So if you're paying for drugs and care and the like, it can offset your income. So again, this is something folks should look into, especially veterans in this situation. And so it's called a veteran's pension, separate veterans from the military retirement, separate from That's the VA correct. disability, but it's That's a straight correct. up pension. Interesting. Yeah, the pension is the wrong word because it sounds like a retirement payout. It is simply a safety net benefit. Okay, it's like also, social security type of it, thing. Yeah, exactly. But it, okay. is, it is means tested if you think about it, that net income, that net worth calculation I just described. The other thing too is just kind of drill on this a little. There is a survivor's pension. So if you're struggling because your spouse was a veteran and he or she died under certain conditions, primarily because of their service-connected disability, same kind of computations, oh. but this could help you and your dependents as well. So it's often thought of like this old person thing who's really bad health. No, it is really not. Okay. So okay. that's something I think, and again, the same sort of thing. These computations are somewhat complex. So again, back to your conversation about getting a service officer to help you do this. So you just apply for it like you would any other benefit? Yeah, this one is a little bit tedious because you have to demonstrate your net worth. And if you have expenses, you got to sort of come with a lot of paperwork. But it's a good thing given food insecurity, for example. Yeah, I mean, that are being homeless, it's a little bit better yeah. to do some paperwork. Yeah. And then let me just hit on one other thing, too, because I know you're familiar with this. Veterans Readiness and Employment, VRE. I mean, so you might say, well, gee, I cannot go to work, which is why I find myself in this difficult situation, food or rent or the like, because of something that happened and not so much a disability, but maybe the job market has shifted. I need some training. I need some additional help. VR&E is really an employment program, but it offers assistance to veterans who need to be reskilled or upskilled to get sub substantial employment. So it doesn't just go get any job. It's a job that you really are qualified or appropriate for you. So again, if you do get into VR&E, they also provide an allowance, a monthly allowance while you're getting this training. So it can get you on the path to stronger employment as well as some assistance. I always think of VR&E as like an education program, but it's really more of a job program. Yeah, it's really, sometimes it has some problems, but you just think veterans readiness and employment. The and employment part <laughs> is really the key part, but you're right. A lot of what happens is veterans get training with it and that and hence the confusion, but it is about employment. And so, gee, I lost my job and I can't find another job. Well, this would help you find the skills and get some training to be employable, for example. So 
Those are some things to think about exploring the root cause. So what are some of the other root causes of veteran homelessness and hunger? Well, I don't have all the answers, but I will tell you, I know that VA's made a real big effort to deal with veteran homelessness. So I'd call people's attention to that, especially veterans, right? You can, they have a huge homeless program, and I think you've had other guests talk about this. You can walk into any VA medical center, CBOC, right, and say, I am homeless and I need assistance. And they should have a social worker or somebody there to begin to help you get resources. I would point out, though, that if that is the situation, it's probably unfortunately late and will be particularly stressful. A lot of the attention should be on prevention. So I would still walk in, but I do it and say, I'm on the cusp of it. I will be out of money in a month or two. Help me. That works better. So I'd ask people to think about that. VA has a really good program. It's called Supportive Services for Veterans Families, SSVF. Okay, you can find this on the website. It essentially is grants to local nonprofits. There's something like 300 of these grant holders around the country. They run organizations to help homeless veterans in the community. So that's what they do. They get them off the street, into housing, and provide them assistance to deal with what's causing it, healthcare, mental health, whatever. And drug abuse, all these things that, because crises don't usually pop up out of nowhere. Right. You know, with mental health, there's drug issues, there's physical issues, there's all these things that are cropping up and it usually snowballs. And then they're asking for help when it's a huge crisis or on the street. So if you are, or someone is having it, food insecurity or potential homelessness, and let's define homelessness real quick. If you don't have a same place to sleep each night, or you're couch surfing, or you're doing those things as a temporary measure, they count you as homeless. Whether you think you are or not, they count you as homeless, and you're eligible for all these range of services. And they're and they're generous in a minimalist kind of way. <laughs> That's a, a funny a way to put and it. A, and a vouch, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, four-star re- hotels, but they'll put you in a hotel They'll get you a voucher to help with your rent, especially in areas of country where rents have exploded. They'll get you a voucher and they'll give you the counseling, the things you you talked about, Tyler. So again, these programs are there. It's one of those things that people are unaware of, but it's the prevention angle that I would stress, right? Not, this is the moment they're throwing my stuff out on the street. You hopefully, unfortunately would know about this months in advance and you can reach out. The other thing too is if you go to the website and go to VA's website and look for this SSVF program, Supportive Service for Veteran Families, you'll see a list of all the nonprofits that do this. So you could walk into one of those in your area and say, I need help. And they should be able to connect a veteran in that situation. So we have a couple different or three different programs we've talked about. The first is the Veterans Pension which is not the retirement, it's not the disability. Uh, if you're not making a lot of money, you can go apply for it. And then the VSRF, what was that again? VRNE, don't forget VRNE. Oh, VRNE, which is training and education. Long, long-term training. And then the homeless programs, and, and the one that they would find probably most appropriate is the one called SSVF. They won't really ask for that, but that's a way to understand who would be providing the assistance, right? the nonprofits that are working this program for VA. And so then finally, don't forget, I'm sure this came up in your other stuff, 
is the homeless hotline, right? 877-424-3838. You can call that if you are on the cusp of being homeless or homeless, or often we talk about seeing someone in the street with those cardboard signs. You can call and report those people, and hopefully VA will come and begin to figure out what benefits they might be eligible for if they're veterans. And figure out, folks, if you're having a trouble every night, either getting some food or having a routine place to stay, get ahead of it. Uh, don't ignore it because these things never get better with time. It's just like bad news. And then all of a sudden it's a chaos. And then, you know, that $1,500 check from Wounded Warriors or whoever might stave it off for a short period of time. But then you're right back to wherever you were that was causing the initial issue. So reach out to the VA, reach out to one of these other organizations, but get it started early. That's the most important thing. Extremely challenging. No matter how many resources you think you have or how many friends, it always runs out eventually. Yeah. And I think probably the message is this is a well-run program. It is large. It isn't just something that people are doing as a side thing. They know this is a big issue for veterans. They understand that potentially the root causes are health, some version of health. So I would just encourage folks, prevention is really where it's at. It doesn't hurt to reach out early and there are resources available. You've been listening to Straight to the Point with Tyler Piron and Dr. Paul Lawrence. We appreciate you uh, joining us. And if you have any questions, please just reach out to us at cominghomewell at gmail.com or wait for the next Straight to the Point. Thanks for joining us on Straight to the Point with Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Want to keep up with Dr. Lawrence? Connect with him on LinkedIn. You can also follow us on Instagram at cominghomewell underscore BTS or on Twitter at cominghomewell. Thanks again. And until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well.